Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Believe Me with Cordell Stewart, Brandon Lang, and your host, myself, Joe Serralo. Believe Me is, of course, brought to you by our proud sponsors over at BetOnline. Head on over to betonline.ag and use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V for your first time, one time, 50% welcome bonus. Any deposits between 50 bucks and $1,000, BetOnline will match up to 50% of it with that promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Head on over to betonline.ag. It's where the games begin. All right, let's get the show on the road. Time for another episode of Believe Me with the former Pro Bowler Cordell Stewart, the career handicapper Brandon Ling, and your host, myself, Joe Serralo. Gentlemen, wasn't the best week for our picks last week. I tried telling you, go with the Giants, primetime dog, Sunday night football. I tried telling you, but as Brandon always says, you can only lead a horse to water. There was a crazy <laughs> game on the slate, though. And Brandon, you were on the right side of that one. Colts, Vikings, 33-0 Indianapolis at one point led. They lose 39-36. Matt Ryan has been on the wrong side of the biggest comeback in NFL history, this game on Saturday, and of course, the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history. That poor guy, Cordell. I mean, you're the former quarterback, man. What did you see in that game? What, what, what went wrong with Indianapolis? Well, they stopped playing after the first half. I mean, it's just in a nutshell, right? I mean, that's why you have to keep winning. And I just remember when Matt Ryan left here, right? And they end up going to the Super Bowl to play against the New England Patriots, and the score was 28 to 3 at half. Everybody wanted to blame Coach Shanahan, right? Saying, why weren't they running the football? Why weren't they doing this, that, and the other? Now, all of a sudden, unfortunately for Matt Ryan, it falls on him again, right? So, who do you blame in this situation? You know, at some point in time, you have to blame the players. At some point in time, at some point in time, it can't be coaching all the time because when the players do really good, we don't give the coaches too much love. We talk about the players. And then all of a sudden, when it's not working, we want to blame the coaches. And so for me, it's unfortunate for this football team to be ahead 33 to nothing, only scoring three points, what, in the second half, I think it was, kicking a field goal, scoring up being, what, 39-36? To score 39 points in the second half, it could have been done because we saw what they did in the first. But to see it actually happen to Matt Ryan, that hurts. I mean, that's on your, that's on your, that's on your, that's your, that's on your, that's your legacy. Yeah. You know, Super Bowl I, I, and regular season. To win, that's tough. And it falls on him. It follows him. And it's unfortunate. But, you know, that's why you play the game. That's Brandon, before game, we dive bro. in, three comebacks of 17 or more points this week. First time it's happened in a single week in NFL history, man. What, what did you think about the slate? Um, just to piggyback off the Colts, um, the mistake teams make is they, they worry too much about running out the clock rather than to continue to keep trying to score. And that's what happens. And that's exactly yeah. what happened to the Colts. Uh, Jags, feisty home dog. Um, you could see that a mile away. I, I said on radio, Philly and Dallas, both in look ahead spots and both did not cover looking forward to that game on Christmas Eve this week. Uh, Crazy. You know, if you don't think that I was sitting there with the Colts plus three and a half plus four, thinking that when Minnesota won the coin toss, they were going to go down and score a touchdown and cover the six being down 33, nothing. This would be the worst bad beat in the history of my 30 years in this, this business. But 
uh, it fell on three. Everybody's happy. So crazy. It's never over till it's over in the NFL. Um, bad clock management's by the Jets in, in the Detroit game. But give Detroit credit. They 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 stepped up one again. So um, I love the lines. I love Dan Campbell. And I would like nothing better to see them make playoffs. How about I those Jets? I think it's going to happen. Brandon, we'll stick with the Vikings. We'll stick with you. First game of the week, Minnesota, three and a half point favorites against my Giants. My Giants, there's no one better as an underdog. Which side are you on? I'm on the dog. I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid. I'm going to I'm going to say that what happened them a couple of weeks ago against Philadelphia was an aberration. They just don't match up with the Eagles. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, sometimes in your division, there's a team you just don't match up with. And there are teams you do match up with. Um, the Giants don't match up with Dallas. They don't match up with Philadelphia. They match up very well with the commanders for whatever the scheme, the, the defensive line gets pressure without having to blitz, whatever it is, they just match up well. Um, I believe they match up well here with the Vikings. Vikings defense is struggling. They can't stop the run. I believe Barkley's going to have a big day getting three and a half. Um, Vikings just look off to me. I think there's got to be a hangover with that big comeback from 33 nothing down. So I'm going to jump on the Giants plus the points. Cordell, how about you? Do the Vikings win this by four or more? You said they would against Indianapolis, or do the Giants at least keep it close if they don't win outright? Oh, man. You know, it's funny how we talked about the Giants and how they struggle against Dallas. Uh, they struggle against Philly. Philly. Uh, they, have been, they have Washington's number. You know, that's within the division, right? But this is outside the division. This is in the conference. And the Giants aren't playing the Vikings as often. Even though we saw this last game, of the Vikings against Indianapolis be one that was a, about one of the most heroic finishes, truthfully, all the way down to the bitter end that, we, that we've seen since the Patriots-Atlanta Falcons game in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to ride with the home team on this one. I'm, I'm going to ride with the home team on this Ooh. one. I, 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 you know, I know the Giants showed, Ooh. you know, that they had an opportunity to do some really good things against the Detroit Lions, uh, but wasn't able to finish it. Uh, now they have to go on the road to play against a, a team that they know nothing about. Again, another one of those situations, right? I think it falls into play again in this one. I think Kirk Cousins, who my man be loved, does not like that much. I think they actually figure it out. Defense plays well enough. Offense score points, which we know they can. They've proven that in the second half. They can put up 39 points. I'm going with Kirk Cousins and those Vikings. I've liked the Vikings in too many of these three-point, three-and-a-half-point favorite spots. They have four wins this year by exactly three points. It's the most in the NFL. I'm taking Brandon's side. I'm taking the dog, Giants plus three and a half, eight and two this year against the number as underdogs. Cordell, we're going to start with you on the next game. The Cincinnati Bengals, three and a half point favorites again on the road, this time not at Tampa Bay, but at New England. Can the Bengals go up to Foxborough and win it by four or more, Cordell? The thing is, playing at Foxborough, you have to be able to score. And a lot of teams have a hard time being able to score, literally at will. The Cincinnati Bengals aren't afraid to play against anybody. I think that, what, over the last 12 games, they've won 10. And, and of those 10, I think 11 they covered yeah. out of those last 12 games that they've actually played. So I, I think with Joe Burrow, now they have Chase back. I think with what they're doing right now is really finding their niche to get prepared for the playoffs. I was nervous early on, but with what I've seen of them, they've shown that they're capable of scoring at any moment in time against anybody on any surface, whether at home or on the road, Joe Burrow is too cool. I'm rocking with the Bengals. Bengals to win it by four or more. Brandon, we going to agree here, or is it another disagreement to kick things off? You've heard the saying, life has passed you by. <laughs> In coaching, there comes a time 
when you got to put the horse out the pasture. <laughs> um, did you ever in your life ever think that you would see a Bill Belichick coach team do what they did to close out the Raider game? That God himself said to the players, just go down. And the players took it upon themselves to say, no, let's go ahead and lateral this and see if we can score and win the game. And Belichick standing there after he gave the order for the code red and they ignored it and didn't do the code red. And so I can't grasp onto Belichick's loss of his team. The, the Belichick quote, do your job, just do your job, just do your job. Guess what, Bill? It's F you from your players. They're doing whatever they want. This team put a fork in them. The man in the hoodie is going to be living on some island by himself, drawing up plays in the sand, wondering where it all went wrong. Give me the Bengals. By the half point, lay three, Cordell's fans, by the half point, lay three since Cordell hasn't really grasped onto that buying the hook, not getting beat by the hook. Let's lay three with the Bengals. I love it. I, I, I think that this might be the hook too, haven't I? I think this might be the lock of the week. Last week, my lock of the week was Bengals minus three and a half in Tampa. I, I, I'm, you know, having heart palpitations at halftime. They're down 17-3. It worked out. I think this week, by that half point, take a minus three. It's the move. Look, Bill might be doing his job. Matt Patricia's not doing his job. Joe Judge, I don't even know what his job is. The players aren't taking orders. I, I mean, this is a disaster in New England. They're also just two and five against the number as underdogs this year and oh and two against the number as home dogs. Cordell, you said it best since he's one ten of 12 covered 11 of 12. We're all on Joe cool and the Bengals. How about game three Saturday night football, a Christmas Eve special, the Raiders who we just talked about beating new England on that fluke finish. They're headed to Pittsburgh. They have covered eight of their last nine against the Steelers and they're two and a half point road dogs. B Lang starting with you Raiders Steelers who you got. I'm going to buy the half point up and take the Raiders plus three. This is a game for me where I can't stand either team. Mm. I would rather lose with the Raiders than take Cordell's Steelers just for one reason, <laughs> one reason only. I can't stand Carr. I can't stand him. But there's a quarterback in this game that I can't stand more by the name of Mitchell Turbisky. And after throwing three interceptions and the loss to the Ravens, Mitchell figured out a way to throw to all the correct jerseys last Sunday in Carolina. He played a clean game, and the Steelers won. If you're going to gamble that Mitchell Trubisky can do this two weeks in a row, I'm saying no. I'll buy the half point. I'll take the Raiders up to plus three. Cordell, you're going to go with your Steelers on this one? Or do you think Brandon has a point? Do you think Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and company are just simply better than Pittsburgh? That's a dumb question. Uh, seriously, like you're going to put respect <laughs> on my name. Like, come on, dude. What do you think? Well, l l allow me to analyze. Let me be an analyst in this one. Because we know the answer to this, right? The Steelers in this last game against the Carolina Panthers with Mitch Trubisky played a much better game overall than I've seen them pretty much play all season. And I was pretty, pretty impressed with Mitch Trubisky and what he's been able to do in this last game. Just this last game. And you know how... When it comes down to Mike Tomlin and his teams, when it comes to the latter part of the season, they play some of their best ball. This is somewhat of an all-of-a-nothing situation. But they have three games left. They've gotten the first one out of the way. 
You know, we know they have to play against two AFC divisional teams. If they can actually win out, they're going to need some miracle help from everyone else. This is about the bigger picture and not just one game. And if they don't get this one game taken care of, they can't think about the bigger picture. So obviously I'm going with the black and yellow regardless. Um, The Raiders, it's going to be a big story. Watch the coverage of the history of this game. The immaculate reception going back to Franco Harris up until now. I think the energy of that game and the fan base and how they love this this rivalry and hate the Raiders, Steelers win just because. And they're going to win by three points. Okay, just because. Cordell Stewart and Wiz Khalifa going with the black and yellow. I'm going with Uh Brandon Lang on this one. I'm sorry, but the Raiders have beaten Pittsburgh six of their last nine meetings going back to 04. They've covered eight of their last nine. I I just think that the Raiders, for some reason, it it might be inexplicable, but they have the Steelers number. They've also won and covered four out of their last five this season. So the Raiders have a bit of a hot hand working. Let's go over to Christmas Day. Only three games on Sunday this week. It's a weird schedule. The Green Bay Packers. Coming off a Monday night football win and cover against the Rams. Cordell, got to give you your propers there. They're going to Miami. And the Miami Dolphins are favored by four and a half points. Bit of a weird number in this one. Cordell, starting with you, can the Dolphins right the ship? Can they end the three-game losing streak? And can they win this one by a touchdown or more? What I've seen of this offense over the past few weeks, it hasn't been the best. But you know they have the firepower to get it done. They just lost to a Buffalo Bills team. We knew that matchup was going to be an extremely tough one considering how it was played in the very first game. It's a divisional game. It's cold. They play very good football. It's getting to the point where every game truly matters for their positioning in their division, let alone have an opportunity to get into the postseason. This Packers team played really good yesterday. It played really, really, really good football. Yesterday or day before yesterday. It was really good football. I want to see the Dolphins and Tua get it done. I like Aaron Rodgers. I love him to death. You know, I'm on him. I'm on him really hard. But I'm going with the Dolphins. I say Tua gets it done. Cordell going with a home favorite. Brandon, how about you? You cannot pass up Mr. Discount Double Check getting more than a field goal. So you have to understand that you're going to have to be up 14 points to feel comfortable because Aaron's going to keep coming. And we've seen how Buffalo likes to give up big leads. See the Houston Texans, for reference, up 30 to nothing, stop playing. They got it to 30-15 and got the ball back for the backdoor cover. So if you feel comfortable laying that more than a field goal number with your Miami Dolphins, with Mr. Discount Doublecheck and that running game, let down situation for the Dolphins coming back home after the loss to the Bills. Buffalo, listen, Miami will probably win this game by a field goal, but you give me quarterbacks like Rodgers, Joe Burrows, you give me elite quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, you give me them plus more than a field goal, there's value in the dog. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers plus the four. This is a tough one for me. It's four and a half, and there is definitely value in the dog there. I see this one, even if it's not a field goal game, 27-23, 28-24, I could see that field. But at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers, when he goes to the state of Florida, is just four and five against the number, three and six straight up. He struggles in the heat. He struggles in the humidity. Miami's been great at home. They are three and one against the number as home favorites. I'm going to go with Mr. Stewart. Finally, on a disagreement, I'm going with Cordell. I'm going with Slash. Give me the Dolphins minus four and a half. Gentlemen, all right, Brandon, before we move on, what? 
Oh, come on. I've gone with you twice already, Brandon. You, you can't win them all. Come on. Let's get a quick hit on this one. Monday night football. Go ahead. Monday night football. Let's go quick on this one. I don't think it's going to be a great game. The Chargers going to Indy. Three and a half point favorites, LA in this one. The Colts, I mean, how are they going to bounce back? They've got nine days off between games, thankfully for them. Brandon, how, how do you see this one going? Do the Colts just fold it and pack it in for the rest of the year? First of all, I'm trying to figure out how this team keeps getting on TV. <laughs> <laughs> them and the Broncos, right? I'm like, how unbelievable. Matt Ron, do we get stuck with a primetime game watching this guy? Now, granted, we get Justin Herbert on the other side, Mr. Stud. Um, but one thing about the Colts, they're a feisty home dog. It would not shock me in the least if the Chargers won this game by three. It just would not. They play close games on the road. Two-point game, two-point game, three-point game. I'm going to take the Colts plus three and a half to bounce back as a feisty home dog. It's a B-Lang special, a home dog. Cordell, how about you, man? Do you see Indianapolis keeping this close, or do the Chargers win it by four or more? I mean, how many times have we watched the Colts play to where they've been in games or they've been out of games, they've been in games, they've been out of games, and they've won some and they lost some. But this one, this last game, I think the hangover consists, I think it just carries over into the next weekend. I don't think, I think the Chargers come out knowing that this this team is wounded, knowing that they really don't know who they are, what they're trying to do. Matt Ryan is just an interception away from, from just imploding again. Um, I just don't see that they have – as much as they do have, it hasn't been consistent enough for them to win. The Chargers are positioned in prime to be able to do something in their division, let alone let alone the postseason. They get this dub, it puts them further up where they need to be. I think they're playing for something more. I think they win by at least six points or more in this game. Joe, Brandon, you're a Just as I released it, Cordell was talking, I just realized Jonathan Taylor's out for the year. That's huge for them. Um, I had forgotten about that uh, by the half point, lay through with the Chargers. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor being out for them is 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 huge. And there it is. There it is. Right. They're, they're going to be flat. Uh, a little switcheroo there, and I couldn't agree more. I'm with you guys. I'm on the Chargers. It's a trifecta. Folks out there watching Indianapolis, they're done. They're toast. Forget yeah. about them. Also, the Chargers, they were 5-0 and at one point against the number on the road. Now they're 5-2, and two, but still one of the better road-covering teams in the NFL. It's just these two teams can't really match up the way I see it. Game of the week, and it's losing a little something. Jalen Hurts is doubtful. Maybe it's Minshew mania for the Eagles taking on Dallas. But the Dallas Cowboys, now with Hurts being doubtful, six-point favorites against Philadelphia on Christmas Eve, the game of the week, Cordell. Can Gardner Minshew keep this one close? Or is Dallas going to slaughter the Eagles with their backup quarterback? Minshew mania, as you mentioned, uh, it still lives. It still lives on, baby. It's not dead because Jalen Hurts is getting it done. They're going to actually come from the dead for Minshew because they're going to want to see him get it done. This team overall will play really good football in spite of Minshew. I think Minshew comes in and he, he serviceably, I think he comes out serviceable, quarterback and just basically come out and manage the game. I don't think they're going to ask him to be Jalen Hurts, but I think the players on the outside, when it comes to the receiving core, I think they actually come out and just uplift Minshew if he plays, because we don't know for sure Jalen Hurts is going to play. I'm still riding with the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles on this. I'm not going with the Cowboys. I mean, I watched the Cowboys play this past weekend. I'm not impressed. They, they just keep faltering. They keep falling all over themselves. I said this about the Jaguars, and I'm going to say this about this team right here. 
the Philadelphia Eagles, I think, take care of their business to solidify their position as being the best team in the, in, in the NFC East. I'm going with the I'm going with the uh, Eagles in this one still, regardless. Who's hard? Langer banger. When I was looking at this game, I found a stat that shocked me. Last 17 meetings, take it away. The winning team between these two teams has covered the number 17 straight games. Yeah. So unless Philly wins this game outright with Gordon Minshew, with the Kung Pao chicken and the cashew chicken, with the orange chicken, with the spice of little ginger on the Minshew. Minnesota sauce chicken. Minshew, Brandon, you're making me hungry here. I'm doing this intermittent fasting crap. I haven't so eaten it. So I bit my lip, right? I'm sorry. Dallas is not losing this game, and they will blow the Eagles out by digits. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Joey? This is a tough one. I mean, you always say, Brandon, winners go with streaks, losers go against them. Dallas is 110 of 17. The winner in those last 17s covered them all. Eagles, 7-0 and straight up on the road, but just 2-5 and against the number on the road. But they've been favorites every game this year. This is their first game all season, home or away, as an underdog. And Dallas, after that fiasco, that game that they should have lost to Houston, you guys were right about Jacksonville. I thought Dallas was going to blow the doors off Jacksonville and bounce back from that terrible performance against Houston. I was wrong. They were blowing the doors off them, and then they choked. Dallas looks off. I think they could very well win this game, but I think for the first time in 18 matchups, the winner might not cover. I'm going to go with Cordell. Six points is a lot. The Eagles have a really good team around Jalen Hurts. I'm going to go with Cordell and the Eagles plus six. Gentlemen, it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's unscripted. I don't know what you're going to say. We go from believe me to surprise me. B-Lang, starting with you, give me your surprise bonus play of the week. There is no way in hell the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should be laying six on the road to Atlanta. Not happening. Arizona. It's Arizona. Not happening. You watch Arizona cover that number. Tampa's bad, man. They're really bad. Now they got to go all the way out to the West Coast. Their offense just stinks. Arizona will hang around in this game and get it done. Take Colt McCoy and Arizona plus the six. Wild, you're taking Colt McCoy against Tom Brady. Who would have seen that one coming coming into the season? Cordell, what about you? What's your surprise bonus play of the week? Give me the what's what's the what's the spread on the Bills and the Bears? Do we have it close by? Bills are minus eight and a half, minus nine on the road. Bad weather. It's a lot of points. I'm going with the Bears at home, baby. There you like, go. I'm going, I'm, <laughs> I'm going with the Bears at home. I've there watched them. I'm watching these dudes play. With Justin Fields, no one's giving him respect. They're putting, they're not putting respect on his name. I'm going with the Bears, baby. Straight up. I love it. I love the way that 17 episodes in, we're all rubbing off on each other a bit. Cordell going with a home dog brings a tear to my eyes, really does. I'm gonna go with the Lions. I know it's road chalk. I know it goes against the the bonding moment we just had, but they're going to Carolina. They're six and zero against the spread, coming off a straight up win. They went from one and six to seven and seven. I think the Lions are going to the playoffs. I think we actually all agree on that. Only laying two and a half at Carolina, they're going to bite some kneecaps and blow the doors off the Panthers. Gentlemen, for Cordell Stewart, for Brandon Lang, I'm Joe Serralo. Another great show per usual. We'll see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.